Hi everyone and welcome to All Wakey Aren't We? I'm Cy Boyle and this is my review of our match against Beverly Town. 6th of February, Wakefield AFC 3, Beverly Town 3. In front of a crowd of 315. The starting lineup in goal, George Bristol. Back four, Aaron Pilkington, Jack Durkin, Jack Kearney, Callum Charlton. In midfield, Joel Spence, Jordan Helliwell, Jaden Sandu. On the wings, Mason Ruby and Slater Barnes, and up front, Ben Gelder. Substitutes used, Cameron Barnett, Alex King, Ollie Rodriguez-Green. So, this was a clash of first versus third. Um, another big test for us. And... Honours even probably doesn't give either side an advantage. Um, probably one of the teams at least could have done with a win to try and close the gap, or the potential gap on Parkgate at the top, because they've got all those games in hand. Um, but given that we were behind a couple of times in this game, um, coming out with a point is certainly something I'll take. It was a match with everything for the neutral. Um, obviously, a three-all draw means there's plenty of goals in there. The match went each way, um, with different, you know each team sort of leading at one point. Um, there was no red cards, um, but there was a fair few bookings thrown out, uh, plenty of rough play perhaps, and um, yeah, a little something for everyone. It was also the first time we've had a section of the new stand open, so we had quite a few fans uh, over in the the newly opened. Uh, stand. I was on the opposite side, just under the scoreboard, um, watching from that side because I do prefer to to stand to watch the games, um, and I quite like the atmosphere we have down there. But we did see plenty of people up in the stand as well, so uh, that was good to see. And over on the side where we were, we also had plenty of Beverly fans. They're they're a team that I do I do like them actually. They always bring plenty of fans to the away games, and they help create an atmosphere. And when you go to their place, you get that as well. And I do like having a set of away fans who have a bit of banter with you. Nothing personal, nothing abusive. And just it was quite a good laugh because when each team was in front or behind, having a good little taunt at the other set of fans, which both sets did, um, is good is good fun and good-natured. Um, there's no, There wasn't any nastiness to it, which, um, yeah, that's why I like the Beverly fans. That's something that um, you don't always get with a lot of other teams. So the game itself, um, we scored early, we scored first, and it was Slater Barnes that got uh, the opener for us, and he was played through, beat the offside trap, and neatly dinked it past the keeper with a gun post finish, to put us one up after three minutes, and thought, oh great, a fantastic start is that, um, and we hoped to build on it and try and you know get a few more, and we did have another couple of chances to add to it, Um Ben had a chance that the ball came across from another great run down the left. Uh, Slater put the ball across and Ben's finish was deflected for a corner. Uh, Jordan Helliwell had a shot which went wide. Um, but we just didn't get the goal that we needed to kind of double down on the advantage. Um, 
and it was 27 minutes in when they scored an equaliser. Not long after, Jed had been off the pitch for a while for getting a bus nose after a clash with one of their players. One of a couple of players that came off with um, with injuries or cuts, uh, which I'll come to. Um, there was a fair bit of rough housing from the Beverly players in this game, I must say. Um, but they had some very good football with it as well. As we'd taken that advantage early in the game, they grew more into the game. I think I think that after we probably spurned a couple of chances to double the lead, they started to grow into it more and, and, and push us back. And they were very good on the on the forward press. We were struggling to play out from the back um, with any short passing, which is sort of the one way we can do it. Or when we then tried to go for a long sort of pass from the back to try and play out, they defended that well as well. So credit to Beverly, they were a very tough side um, and matched us all the way. But as I say, they equalised on 27 minutes just before the half hour. Um, from a corner, which we has been our downfall before, uh, and was again the ball was allowed to drop. Um, it's kind of bounced around in the in the goal area, area, then was scrambled in. Um, we would just weren't getting to the ball first and clearing it and getting it away. Too often the ball would drop and chances came from that. Um, yeah, and that that's what put the, they scored from that. Um, and another chat, couple of chances where that had happened as well. <clears throat> in the rest of the first half, we went in. We went in at one all, but there was still other incidents before the end of the half. Um, there was when Jordan was fouled um, quite aggressively with a, with a lunging tackle, um, and he kind of jumped up to try and get out of the way of the tackle, which if he hadn't done, would probably have put him straight out of the game. Um, as it was, the player caught him and apparently gave him a nasty a nasty cut, which meant he couldn't come out for the second half. He finished the half and then didn't come out for the second half because of this cut. And the referee booked him for diving, which given... Uh, we haven't had one for a while where it's been a, me, me grumbling about a ref, have we? But here I am again, grumbling about the referees, but this guy was poor. Um, everyone kind of says, like, if, if he, was, he was basically the 12th man for, for, for Beverly. Um, and that was just, that just summed it up perfectly. Um, it was a horrendous tackle and, and he booked our player for diving. Um, but to show how bad he was, there was at one point when there was a lobbed shot, which was, looked like it was just dropping in and George tipped it just over the bar, but he was like right next to the bar as he kind of tipped it over and the ref gave a goal kick rather than a corner. Um, now I might, Certainly from our angle, it looked like it was going to be a corner. Um, it didn't look like the ball was already over the goal when George touched it. And he gave a goal kick, but hey, I suppose at that point it was equally bad for both sides. But I don't know, he was just too lenient for me in letting them get away with some tackles. And certainly the time wasting in the second half um, was way too much and didn't clamp down on it anywhere near enough. We um, nearly conceded just before the half-time as well, um, so that it was nearly Beverly going into one up at half-time. Um, we'd had a, a period where we were trying to play out, like I said, from the back, moving the ball across the back line, trying to find some space. Probably overplayed it a little, too many passes, lost the ball, and 
there was an effort that Beverly had which had to be cleared off the line um, from that. And yeah, we were we were struggling with 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 their press. Uh, I think at that point, um, but we give a better account of ourselves. I think in in the second half, not immediately, because they scored again just into the second half. Uh, it was two minutes into the second half when there was a misplaced pass, um, ball into the box, and and a good finish from the Beverly striker that put that one away, um, but. Yeah, early into the second half when we needed to to come out strong, we'd we made the couple of changes. Um, Jordan had gone off, as I said, so he was replaced by Cameron, and Ollie Rodriguez came on to the right wing, and Mason Ruby Mason Ruby dropped back into the right back uh, position so that he could overlap a little with um, with Ollie on that wing, and then we had the opposite wing, of course, where. Callum and Slater were so we're trying to sort of in the second half come out more on a positive attacking front and within two minutes we were actually behind not the best of starts um, we nearly equalised soon after we hit the crossbar from a corner with a, with a header um, and that nearly I suppose was a, was a near chance that's news we came for a while Beverly missed a great chance to go 3-1 up and the striker for them will have nightmares about this for weeks probably especially given the fact that um it finishes a draw this match um but they would had a couple of chances and worked the ball across the box and this guy was free at the left hand side of the goal really close and all he had to do he had george in the way um, so i'm not saying it would definitely have gone in but at least to get a great shot on goal all he had to do was get his foot onto it and he just swiped his foot through the air and missed it completely <laughs> Um, to the to the cheers of the uh, of the Wakey fans, so that was quite something. Um, and yeah, he's probably still uh, waking up in the middle of the night about that one now. An hour into the match, we did get level, and this was probably the goal of the match. Um, ball fell to Slater Barnes again, um, and it's his best goal from this game. He dropped him on the half volley, and this shot that he rifled towards goal was sort of swinging out. Um, outside the post and then curled back in time to just get into the uh, into the top right corner. Um, very reminiscent of that old uh, Roberto Carlos goal from uh, from the Brazil France game all those years ago, but not quite obviously um, the same amount of curl. But that sort of thing where the ball sort of curls out from the post and then curls back in, absolutely beautiful finish. Um, and that was putting us back to two two. But not for very long. Unfortunately, it was four minutes later uh, when Beverly went ahead and looked like after that they were going to win this game. Uh, there was a shot which George saved, but as he parried the ball, um, it wasn't fully out of play. It wasn't out wide or anything. It was just back into the area. And their player was the first to react uh, and put the ball back into the net for their fans to go rather happy and uh, jumping up and down and cheering and uh, giving us a bit of stick for that one. Um, but with a late equaliser, can we say we had the last laugh? I suppose if it was a winner, we'd have the last laugh. But I think given the fact that we were looking at losing at that point, um, we scored an injury time with the winner. Slater Barnes completing his hat-trick. Um which now gives him six goals in four games, which is a pretty good start uh, as a Wakefield player, I have to say. I don't think anyone's done that before. 
and there was again a shot from distance saved by the keeper very very similar to their third goal and their goalkeeper parried it probably a little bit further back out into play and it was then between him and Slater running in and as the ball's coming back out like time stops everything slows down all the Wakefield fans kind of hold their breath at once and probably the Beverly fans as well did the same because obviously they're wondering if it was going to you know their keeper was going to get to it first or what and Slater's running in and just as he gets to it slots it past the keeper into the net and then it's like time speeds up again. It was, it was almost like in your mind you had that little bit of slow motion like you'd have in a film or something. It was brilliant. Um, and yeah, late, late goals like that are always something special. Um, we still talk about the one um, against Brig last season uh, when we were playing at Featherstone and the jubilation that we all had from, uh, from that. I think it was a late winner in that one, but still... A last-minute goal is always something special, and uh, that's going to be one of the moments of the season, I'm sure. And um, especially for Slater as well. I mean, he's he's made a great impact coming in to the side, and he's really made an effort to connect with the fans as well, which the fans always appreciate. You look on the on the fan group, and he's um, said how much he was looking forward to making his debut at Wakefield, and what the support means to him. And things like that, and yeah, those sort of things endear you to a player. Um, so I think he's going to be a fan favourite for some time. So three three, um, on the balance of play, I tell you what, we probably weren't the best, better team in that one. I think they probably had more um, of the, of the play, maybe more of the chances, and probably kicking themselves for not coming away with three points from that one. We maintained our unbeaten run, but obviously that um, that winning record uh, after three wins on the bounce has gone. But you know, again, we always seem to play better away, or we get the results away better than we do at home. That win ratio um, is better away than it is at home, and I think it's as we've said, teams raise their game when they come to Bellevue, um, and we're already playing at that level. Whereas when we go away, the teams are kind of more comfortable in their home environment. Um, and we can actually do more against them. I think we dominate more when, we, when we're playing away for some reason because um, they're not actually lifting the game because they, they do when they come to our place. But at least, you know, we didn't lose that one. We're still top now. We remain top, but four points cover the top five teams at the moment. Um, but all those other teams around us have games in hand on us, uh, including Shirebrook. Um, I've got one in hand on us now, so we've played the most out of everybody. So we've got this thing where we're constantly looking over our shoulder and when the results of those other matches are eventually played, we're going to be watching to see who drops points where and when. But I think in our advantage, we've got those games played. And, you know, Parkgate have got like five games to catch up on us now. And they're still in a cup as well, I think. So their games are really going to back up towards the end of this season. Um, one of the Beverly fans was saying to us he thinks they're going to be playing Saturday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Tuesday, Thursday perhaps you know, before the end of the season at this rate if it keeps getting postponed as much as it is so we'll have to see um, it's going to be a big I still say it there's like six teams going for five spots you've got your promotion and you've got your four playoffs and someone's going to miss out and we're going to make sure it isn't us
after you've uh, completed, I've got interviews with um, Slater and with Gabe. So have a listen in, keep post, uh, keep listening for those. Um, our next away matches are Brig on Saturday, if it goes ahead, given the weather that we've got at the moment, and Parkgate on Tuesday, and then Athersley the Saturday after. So we've got three more away games. And given the fact that we tend to do better away, let's hope that trend continues. Our next home match is not until the 24th of February when we host Wordsborough Bridge. So thank you again for listening. Uh, please feel free to follow us on X and on Facebook. I'm Soy Boyle and we are all wakey, aren't we? Talking to Slater now, the hat-trick hero after that uh, entertaining three-all draw uh, with Beverly. You said in the in the build-up to the game, I noticed on social media, you were looking forward to your, your home debut, playing here for the first time, and you certainly had a game to remember. Um, for good, probably good and bad reasons, perhaps, because we got the draw. But tell us about the match from your view. Uh, I thought, first half, we, we started off right, first 10-15 minutes when we got the goal. And I, I feel like we just dropped off at next 10-15 and they got back in. And uh, yeah, I just thought, if we can get to our time, what like, drop one all and then regroup. And then second half, I thought we were a lot better, like pressing-wise and... Yeah, it was just, I just feel like, it's a bit deflating really, because even though I've got, I scored three goals, it just feels like two points dropped in a way, but I'm glad I got, it feels good to get the hat-trick and all that, and finally play at home. Did you get to set the ball home with you for the hat-trick? I'm not sure, but I've got fine, I know that. (laughs) (laughs) And obviously the the last last gasp winner, there's not many people get to do that in games to actually to earn a point like that, Um, and it was a hell of a goal as well. Yeah, I, to be fair, I thought Keeper were just going to get up, but it was like, to me, it felt like slow low. It did for us. Yeah, <laughs> literally, just I thought, he's just going to get up, because I was like, I'd say about 10, 15 yards away, and I thought, I'm just going to go, and he just, yeah, it was just there, and I thought, just, yeah, I thought we were just going to go and nick it if we'd have had a bit more, a bit more added time, I think we'd have gone on and got another one, but a point's better than zero. But yeah, we'll regroup and go again Saturday against Brig. We will. Excellent. Thank you for your interview and uh, congratulations on your game day. Thank you. Hi, Gabe. So a three-all draw tonight with Beverly Town in the the clash of first versus third in the table, a game that kind of went up and down for us uh, throughout the game. A point gained, two points lost. What's your your view on, on that one for us? The, the way the game went, I gotta give them credit and say a point gained. You know, the last minute goal. We started well, you know, for the first 10 15, but then we got, we got dominated for quite a bit, you know, uh, for the rest of the first half, for a bit of second half. And then eventually we got, we got you know, got back on our feet and then started playing football again. But with, with the last minute goal, I'd say one point gained. Uh, so I'm not. We needed to win for us, it was very important. Right, they lost maybe six less points than we did, you know, and so it was very important. But at the same time, the way the game went, they're a good team. They're like a good side. They had good players. Mm-hmm. They could dribble. They could hold the ball. We were struggling to get the ball from them, and we are also having a difficult time dribbling them. And and that's why their press worked. You know, usually when they press is high, and they committed loads of players when they pressed. And most of the times when teams do that, we get out. We switch or we get the ball to someone like Mason, like Slater, like Ben, like Jordan, like Jaden, and then we're dangerous and the other teams usually stop. But for them, it worked most of the game. So they continue and 
So it's it, it, we're going to get a few lessons, the few lessons that we learned from this game, I would say. And a couple of changes at halftime. Um, Jordan went off um, with an injury, and we switched uh, fullback. Yeah. Put, put, him, put him Mason there. So. so referee gave a yellow card to Jordan for diving apparently and from that tackle he went off for injured you know there was a there was a big cut in his chin he couldn't you know it was all bruised up swollen he couldn't step properly so he came off a horrible call from the referee i would say and then and then aaron coming off for mason is just we needed even though it was one one in, in, the, in the first half we needed to get the game back we need to control the game again and we need, so that change also be more offensive right mason is, is a He's stronger offensively. He goes up way more. At the same time, the, the Aaron is a little stronger defensively, but we need to take risks because we needed three points. So that, that was that was a reason for that one change. And Slater on his home debut, three goals. I mean, what what can we say about Slater from that one? That must be a dream choice for you um, when someone comes into the team and and kind of hits the ground running like that. Yeah, Slater is one of. The, it was unusual signing, you know. Most of the times when we sign players, we try to get players who are really good on the ball, well, which he also is. But but you now a lot of times, like they're a little bit playing a little bit higher, but not getting playing time, right? So they will come in our budget, right? We're, we're, we don't do what other teams in our league do, that just go crazy spending. So for us to get good players, oftentimes we need to get players who are not necessarily getting, getting playing time, so they're not, they're not happy, they come down. And his later was different. He was playing full 90 almost, almost every game when he came down from Goldcar. So great sign, but then what that meant is that straight away first game he didn't need a few games to get sharp. He was he was already sharp. So I'm very pleased with his performance. Not just tonight. Tonight was was really good, and the point that we got was a lot because of him. But in the other games as well. So I hope he stays that way until the end of the season. And then now we've got two tough games coming up away: uh, Brig at the weekend and Parkgate next week. Yeah. Um, I know Park, I know Brigham mid table, but they've actually, you know, they're a dangerous team uh, on the day. So, um, are those difficult games to prepare for? You are we all ready for those? Yeah, Brig. If you look, they, their form is not is not too bad. They've been taking points away from good teams. Uh, their ground, you know, we've been there. It's, it's not easy to play on, depending how, you know, how it is, how bumpy, how dry, how wet it is. So it will be a difficult game, right? It will be similar to maybe playing, let's say, against Yorkshire amateurs in terms of the pitch, but against a stronger team. So we need we need a performance more similar to Yorkshire amateurs, more similar to Clay Cross, and and less similar to Glass Houghton and and Gravely. So we definitely need that for uh, the Brig the Brig Town game, and we need those three points, and then Pargate away. That one I'm looking forward to. Very much like it's going to be a different game, very different than here. The pitch is good. Their pitch is maybe as good as ours in terms of grass, but it's fairly smaller. So the dynamics of the game should be very different, and we've been preparing. So I'm looking forward to that one. Me too. Thank you very much, Gab. All right. Thank you for having me.